Welcome into another episode of Finding Time. I'll start this one again with a little programming reminder. If you haven't yet, go ahead and check out our Moon Knight season recap coverage. I was joined by my buddy Tim. We had a nice long podcast where we talked about the whole series of Moon Knights, its implications on the MCU as a whole, and Phase 4. And uh, yeah, so check that out. It was a great pod. Uh, longer than normal, fully produced. It was great. Uh, we will be back probably tomorrow or the day after with some coverage of the newest episode of Better Call Saul. We will catch up on Halo here this week. Uh, so lots coming. And today we are covering the final season of Ozark. Uh, just a warning, this is not going to be uh, my most positive podcast I've ever had. Ozark, the final season Man, it it sucks to really enjoy a show and to have it just dive off a cliff in the way some shows do in the final season. I mean, it's obviously the hardest thing to do in uh, movies and TV shows is to complete a story. Not that it's easy to tell a story, but it seems with just how many shows die at the end, um, I mean, the list goes on and on, but there's Game of Thrones, there's Dexter, twice now, um, Lost, there's, I mean, any number of shows, I mean, even a show considered to be one of the greatest shows of all time, The Liar, its weakest season was the final season, widely regarded to be at least. So it, it's it's hard to stick the landing and it just, it stinks. And it's, I don't know, it surprises me that Ozark either couldn't stick the landing or Netflix wouldn't give them enough runway to stick the landing for whatever reason. I'm not sure if this was a situation like Game of Thrones where the creators were ready to move on, but the creators were so involved. And, you know, one of them, Jason Bateman, was a star of the show. So it's odd that that they wouldn't be given enough runway or that they would want to leave the show, if they would want to leave and do other things. I don't know, it seems strange to me. This whole last season was strange. It seems, it really seems it was only split into two halves and it was only given 13 episodes, or 14 episodes, whatever it was, instead of 10, because Netflix was going to go through the problem that it's now going through in terms of price and subscribers and things like that, and really this is starting to not fare so well in the streaming wars. So it seems that was the big reason why this happened. Um, it, the show somehow simultaneously in this last season suffered from both not having enough time to develop things and also having too much time, where it seems like they didn't have that much story left to tell. Uh, once again, this is spoilers, so um, if you jump out now, I'll give you a second before I before I go into details here. Um, but okay, so the first episode, we we follow Ruth as she gets revenge for Wyatt's murder at the end of the first half of the season at the hands of Javi. I thought it was a well, I didn't love the execution of the episode. I thought it was bold and shocking and um, 
what I didn't like about it was so the show I hate I hate when shows go into the final season and go, now it's time to introduce a new antagonist. It can be done well. Look at Breaking Bad, you know, the final boss or villain. I guess you could say is the the Nazis, but um, in in reality, that show wrapped up like it was going to in terms of Walt getting caught and things like that. And that was the real final villain was Walt, not not the Nazis, but they were they were some one last thing for him to overcome. But it didn't it didn't do it in the same way as Ozark, where you know the birds were still, despite being shown to be not great people. Uh, especially Wendy, uh, Marty at times, uh, they were still always the protagonists. Um, this show was never, never even really hinted that that the end goal was them getting caught. So they were never going to get comeuppance. Uh, and I get that the whole the whole show they're named the birds and stuff because you know they're like vultures. They they pick at everything in their path and. Then they just move on and they kill every, you know, it's very clever. I just don't think it was executed well. I don't like, so Javi's introduced in the first half of the final season here. I don't like that to begin with. Um, to reference another show we cover here, I didn't really even love Javi as a character. I thought, I thought they saw Lalo on Better Call Saul, well, we got to do that. And they did it worse. They I think without a question, they did it worse. Javi didn't have the charisma. He didn't have the likability. But, you know, obviously with the way they try and they try and make him relatable in his final episode, in the first episode of this half of the season, they, I don't know, they seemed to think that he was charismatic and people wanted a reason to like him. I don't think they succeeded there. But whatever, at least they had spent seven episodes or so leading up to this where we got to know him but didn't just kill him off um this that i didn't like but you know overall you could say okay this is an interesting way to go maybe maybe we're going to go somewhere with these established characters now that we got javi out of the way and that's going to be the end game which was something i was looking forward to fast forward to the next episode we're introduced to camilla so the who turns out to be the final boss basically for the season. So the final boss for the season of this show is introduced in the last six episodes. Okay. Worse than Javi. She's really given no development outside of she's Javi's mom. Uh, she's never been mentioned before this point. She's never been shown to be a part of anything. Um, but suddenly, and you know, the show kind of played it as if we don't know. At least I thought they did. It was obvious she was the one who set up Hector, uh, Navarro to be um, to have the attempt on his life in prison. I think that was obvious. Uh, but you know, we get to have the birds not know for two episodes and kind of drag things along. And uh, despite everything that happens, the whole reason things unravel are because the hitman gets killed. I don't. Man, I just, uh, <laughs> I didn't love it. I think that kind of sucks. 
you know, the now that the hip the hitman wasn't even really character. You know, he was a threat. He was a looming a looming danger. You saw him around, he knew death was soon to follow. It was a, it was a looming threat. I didn't care that he died personally. I don't know. I to have that be, you know, kind of the big reason for the downfall at the end. And, you know, I say it's a big reason for the downfall at the end. But at the end of the day, the season, they waited till the last 10 minutes to just have Camilla do what she could have done the first time she showed up. Uh, threaten them and be like, so what happened? Okay, now this is what happened. Okay, so Ruth killed Javi, I'm going to kill Ruth. Could have happened in episode three of, the, of this half of the season. Um, so, didn't love it. Didn't love Camilla. I don't know how much deeper I want to get into that. Let's say, no, this is not going to be a super long pod like you would think for wrapping up like a whole series and final season. Because it's just it's pretty negative. Um, here, let me get to what infuriated me the most. And I think this is probably true of the internet as a whole. I haven't looked at a lot of internet reaction. I've listened to a podcast reacting to the final season. And they really seem to just kind of mirror my thoughts. So the car crash that started off the first half of this season. Okay. To start, this was... Uh, I'm sorry. I seem, I'm being so negative. I just don't know if there's much I liked in this final season. The car crash. So all that did was tell us... So all these threats that are going to happen... Up until you see them get into this van, and we didn't know at the time when that was going to be, you, they survive it all. They're going to be okay. They're not in prison. They're not dead. The Bird family is fine. So that takes quite a bit of suspense out of everything in a show where death is prevalent and stuff to know, like, okay, so our our protagonists are they're going to be fine. So we know the car crash. They're going to make it to that point at least. But, you know, maybe the car crash was interesting. There was a lot of speculation that it was somebody coming for them because the situations of the car crash were weird with the semi just driving in the wrong way, coming right at them. But, nope, it was just a car accident. They rolled the car a bunch of times, and they lived. And hardly a scratch on them. And that's it. That was the whole thing with the car crash. So we kicked off the season with this for no reason. This felt a lot like, once again, so Breaking Bad, the final season. Famously, the first half of the final season of Breaking Bad, they put a gun in Walt's trunk. The writers didn't know where it was going. They found a great way to implement it. It, might, it wasn't the main key to the story, but it played a big part in the end, end game. So, as they did with uh, Poor Man's Lalo, they did a Poor Man's Breaking Bad ending. They had this thing they introduced, and they probably didn't know where it was going. And then the way they wrote themselves into this, out of this corner was, well, it went nowhere. It's fine. They survive everything. Okay. So the birds survive. Not a scratch on them. Uh, before that, you know, the, funny, the best part of the season was the guy at the funeral home who was making all the jokes. That was it. So the favorite, favorite part of the season was that. I didn't like Wendy's dad, another character, brought in right at the end. I think he showed up once or twice before, but he wasn't really a character on the show. Um, I, I didn't love how they wrapped up things with um, with Wendy's brother. 
I don't think we felt needed to see anything more. I didn't need to see his whole, you know, path to actually getting killed. I thought it was really effectively and emotionally done when it happened to him last season. But, you know, we had to show Ben die because we're filling time. That's what the show, it felt like it was filling time. It felt like they had one more episode to write, but they had to stretch it out to 13 or 14, whatever it was. And they just put stuff in there. Because at the end of the day, nothing truly happened. Ruth, so she kills Javi after um, Wendy, and not Wendy, after Marty tells her not to. But, you know, nothing really happens her at the time until the last episode when that could have all happened earlier. And this, all, all, this whole thing could have been protracted shorter is what I'm trying to say. If you don't have a story to tell, don't tell it. It was strictly Netflix trying to keep you around to subscribe for three months instead of one for this thing because people were unsubscribing and they wanted to keep you on the hook for as long as possible. So, you know, respect, I guess, to the business or whatever. But uh, I don't think the show was done justice and whoever's fault it was in the end... It's a shame because it was a good show. Uh, not the best show ever, but it was a good show. They did have a problem of, you know, kind of repeating story beats the whole time. Uh, generally, I don't, I don't care for shows that just, they kind of give a character, a character an archetype in their mind and uh, they stick to it no matter what. Uh, they talk, there's a documentary that you can watch on Netflix about the making of the final season. It's a little short, little 30-minute documentary. They talk about, you know, the only way Ruth's story could end was this way because she's a Langmore and she's a blah, blah, blah. Well, I felt the story the whole time was talking about, like, you know, she thinks that this is all she can be because she's a Langmore. She finally drug herself out, but guess what? She got killed at the end. Because the writer... The difference between this and Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, is with Ozark, they already knew where they were going. And they were not going to let the story drive them. They were going to drive the story. Uh, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, they got they got this amazing writer's room. And you know if they love an actor and they love how they're portraying things, they'll change and go with the flow. And they'll be like, this is where the story is natural. This is where the story is taking us. This has nothing to do with our... And they don't... They leave their preconceived notions at the door. And I love it. And I wish Ozark would have done it. Because I think they had a cool, interesting idea. They lost it. They just lost the narrative at some point. There's a lot more things I can get into. And maybe we'll touch on this again in the future. If I have more thoughts or somebody else wants to come on and talk about it. Who liked it or maybe hated it also. Just wants to get some stuff off their chest. But there's some quick, very negative thoughts on the final season of Ozark. Sorry for being so negative. I hope I'm not the only one who hated the show. I'm pretty sure i not hated the show Wow really like the show. I get so disappointed when shows I really like end like this. And that, cause that means that my journey with the show is probably over forever. You know, Dexter was one of my favorite shows ever. It ended terribly. The final season of the original Dexter was terrible. And then it's coming back, Dexter New Blood. Wow, okay, they have a chance to right their wrongs. Nine great episodes and then Another bad finale. So, you know, these bad finales makes you not want to take the journey again. Game of Thrones, same way. Wow, I was, you know, I rewatched the series a couple times when we were leading up to the final season because, you know, first off, we had like two years or so, so we had plenty of time to do it. And second of all, 
in the second half, it was just a great show, and I wanted to relive that because it had all been so good so far. Then it ends terribly, and it's like, I don't want to go back because I know where this is going to end, and this was all a waste of time is what it feels like. So I'm sad. I, I, like, I seem so negative because it stinks that this is how this had to end. And now I'm probably never going to go back. You know, if I never watch another second of Ozark in my life, I don't think I'll be sad about it. Maybe they have spinoffs in the works and stuff. And it seems right up Netflix's alley with how they're doing things right now that it might happen. And maybe they can come up with something good. But if it's the same people at the helm, I don't know that I trust it. So we'll see where it goes from here. Those are my thoughts. I apologize for being so negative. Uh, back to what I was talking about at the top of the pod. We're coming back with Better Call Saul and Halo. Uh, we're going to come soon with some basket, some NBA talk. It's conference finals time. Uh, the promise of this podcast is not just TV. Um, it'll also be movies and sports and, you know, whatever we happen to get our eyes upon. So there is a lot more to come. Uh, I still am going to come with my Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness review. Uh, we'll see if we can get Tim on for that as well. Uh, I know... He may not have been able to go see the movie yet, though, so I'm kind of waiting to see if he's going to be able to get on with me. If not, I'll get something out here relatively soon. Uh, please subscribe to the pod, uh, Finding Time, wherever you listen to podcasts. If it's you're looking for it somewhere and it's not there, hit me up on Twitter, Finding Time Pod. Email us, findingtimepod at gmail.com. Uh, we have a voicemail function through Anchor. Go ahead and do that. Um, anything you want. You know, we want to hear from you if you're listening. So we will be back. We'll find some more time to watch some stuff. Until then, we will see you later or we will see you on another time.